0: Who are some big time sleepers heading into the final hours of your 2019 fantasy football season? Thursday Night Football's coming tonight. Who can you pick up last minute? I'll help you right now. Let's get to it. You're listening to The Fantasy Football Show. Okay, you want some deep sleepers? I'll give you some. I'm going to start off with two kind of deep guys. The first guy is deep, comma deep. Very deep sleeper, and that's Dontrell Hilliard. I can't stress enough that I love this Cleveland Browns offense and I think they're producing a top 5 to 10 running back in Nick Chubb. But the thing is, situation's king, and if if Chubb went down, whoever replaces him will also be a top 5 to 10 running back. That means that Dontrell Hilliard, the de facto backup would be the hottest commodity in fantasy football if he was in fact on waivers the moment Nick Chubb went down. Now, am I predicting Chubb to go down? Not necessarily. Again, I can't stress or emphasize enough, I think Nick Chubb's a top 5 to 10 running back. Per start in 2019. I say per start only because I'm a big advocate of cuffing him to Kareem Hunt, which pisses off a lot of people because people can't handle, for whatever reason, I don't know why, drafting a player that's out for half a year, even though that player guarantees you your top five to ten running back numbers and your investment. It backs up your investment, an investment that's locked you in, in Nick Chubb, into top five to ten running back numbers per start. Why on earth would it feel uncomfortable for you to own a player that, yes, is out half a season when that player protects half of your fantasy season, the most important half, the second half, the playoff half? Why would you not feel it's worth your investment if you own Nick Chubb to cuff him to a guy who cares if he's out half a year. A guy that would step in and not miss a beat if Chubb went down. Why would that piss you off? I don't get it. You know what I think the majority of the people complaining about it what's going on with that is they they missed out on grabbing Hunt and half the time they're just trying to make the argument that they don't need him. So Why would I own a guy that's out half a year? That person sounds like a person that's bitter and didn't end up getting Kareem Hunt. Even if they it was on their own their own decision, at the moment they said, "I don't want Cream Hunt. He's out half a year," and then they keep hearing this: "You need to have Cream Hunt. You need to have Cream Hunt," and it's starting to piss them off because they missed out on based on their own decision making, and so they want to they want to back up their own decision by saying that it's a bad move. It's not a bad move. Cream Hunt is one of the best backups in the entire league, and if he got in there, he'd be just as potent. As Nick Chubb, if not maybe a touch more, because of his ability to pull in passes and be active in the receiving game. Therefore, he is the most valuable backup, or one of them. You could argue Daryl Henderson. You could argue Jalen Samuels. There's a lot of backups that are very important, but you could you could you could argue that he is the most important and talented backup in the NFL. And yet, because he's out half a year, everyone's all upset about people that draft him. But That said, given that I've been a huge advocate of that approach to protect your Nick Chubb investment, and I've said, if you can't do that, if you're in a Yahoo league that has small benches, or your league has small benches in general, you can only house three to four backup running backs or three to four running backs, period, on your bench, then you might not want to draft Nick Chubb because you can't properly back him up. And I am an advocate as you can tell, a strong and passionate advocate that you need to be able to back up Nick Chubb. Because why? Because he's a big runner, a big framed runner that not only has a big massive frame, which takes a toll on your knees and your joints and your body when you're hitting the ground over and over and over at a massive size. Think Leonard Fournette, think Brandon Jacobs of the past, and even you know, a few other players that come to mind. When you're a big-bodied player and you're hitting the ground over and over, you're more susceptible to injuries. It's just a a fact. I mean, think about it logically. That's why bigger players tend to get dinged up. And then you mix in the fact that not only is he a bigger-type frame guy, he's one of the most aggressive runners not only to his own body, abusive runners to his own body, he's aggressive and abusive to anybody that tries to tackle him. So he he likes to hit brick walls. He doesn't just let brick walls hit him, but it happens. He gets hit by brick walls and he's hitting brick walls and he's a big framed body and mixed in the fact that he's not the biggest PPR guy, you know, like uh, uh, Alvin Kamara who divides his workload into half abusive running, half receptions and and lesser impact type tackles that he faces when he pulls in a, a pass and either gets tackled by one guy on the outside or gets pushed out of bounds or steps out of bounds, that does a lot for keeping a running back healthy when they're balancing their workload in in, in those plays that, that are aggressively tackled and those that are, are easy, you know, step out of bounds type situations. When you're an Alvin Kamara, you're more likely to stay healthy. That's just a fact and and the way it works So if you are Nick Chubb, you are Leonard Fournette, and you do your damage up the middle between the tackles, you're naturally going to put yourself in a position to get hurt easier. So bigger body, aggressive style, and then mixed in the fact that he had one of the most brutal knee injuries that we've seen in a very long time where he dislocated his entire knee, tearing all kinds of things. And that's the runner that you expect to... Take on a full time between the tackle workload And not have any worry at all That's why Kareem Hunt's so important In my opinion And so Now enter my next Sleeper And that's Dontrell Hilliard Why? Because he's the backup The de facto backup right now to Nick Chubb Dontrell Hilliard If you have never heard of him Now you have And if you've kind of heard of him well, I'm telling you, this guy could be the next Philip Lindsay, the next guy that everybody's racing to the waiver wire to grab, the potential next James Conner. Because if Nick Chubb went down in the beginning part of the year where Kareem Hunt is suspended, he jumps into the most one of the most potent offenses in the entire league. An offense that's going to guarantee potentially guarantee top 5-10 to running back numbers per start so how Nick Chubb owners aren't seeing this situation as a must cuff situation I don't get it I don't understand why people don't see Dontrell Hilliard as one of the most valuable handcuffs at the moment in in the first half of football if you own Nick Chubb go out and grab Dontrell Hilliard right this second Drop your last wide receiver, a backup defense. Grab Dontrell Hilliard. Protect your top 5-10 to running back investment. And know this, for whatever reason, everybody knows my bold predictions. I have a lot of gut instinct-driven material. I have a, a good history of landing said bold predictions. I wouldn't have survived this long 16 years in the fantasy football industry had I not landed time and time again a lot of my bold predictions and have a successful fantasy football analyst type career predicting these bold predictions and talking about these bold deep calls and I get a feeling that warm and fuzzy feeling about Dontrell Hilliard and I just have a feeling this guy is going to be crazy relevant and it's going to be very very interesting if he gets a chance and where people value him and what's going to happen if he gets into that lineup. I just have a weird, weird feeling that this guy is going to be relevant at some point. And I hate to say that because I'm a huge Nick Chubb uh, owner and fan. I love Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb is top 5 to 10 per start. I'm super excited about Nick Chubb. But for whatever reason, I can't shake that this Dontrell Hilliard guy it's going to get some action. And during that first drive, during the preseason where the, the, the Browns marched down the field and scored a touchdown, looked efficient, looked like a well-oiled machine, Dontrell Hilliard was involved in that that drive. He was passed too extensively. Nick Chubb was also heavily involved, meaning that they used both the running backs – And they're not necessarily taking away from Nick Chubb. Uh, Dontrell Hilliard's presence doesn't threaten Nick Chubb's workload. Because Nick Chubb is a heavy usage guy between the tackles. And while Nick Chubb's healthy, don't expect Dontrell Hilliard to get all kinds of of runs up the middle. But they have already come out and said that this is their Duke Johnson replacement. Which means that Dontrell Hilliard will be used a ton in the receiving game. Even right out of the gate. He's their Duke Johnson replacement. Replacement. And that means that you're going to get flex like value out of Dontrell Hilliard right away. He might be flex worthy, at least in large leagues, not in medium-sized leagues. You probably have a, a better option for week one until we see, we know what's what with Dontrell Hilliard. And he could be a nothing too, guys. That's why it's a deep sleeper call. That's why he's you're grabbing him off waivers right now. There's no lock for this guy to be what I'm predicting here. I'm trying to be ahead of the curve here, and I have a real funny feeling that this guy is somebody that a lot of people are going to want to own before a storm hits and everybody goes racing to the waiver wire to grab him. That's the advantage that you have as a sleeperu.com member. A sleeper u, the letter u, like a university.com advantage. Because I bring you this stuff as fast as I can before other people are on top of it. And the fantasy football show, of course, is going to help you grab these guys because those are both my brands, both my products, and I bring sleepers and bull predictions to the table at both locations here on the Fantasy Football Show and at sleeperu.com. I just get a weird feeling that Dontrell Hilliard is somebody that people are going to want to own before the stuff hits the fan. Go grab them. One more sleeper. I'm dropping in just one second. Check out this 30-second ad. Another guy I like a lot that seems to be on waivers in countless leagues that I've looked at is is Kalen Bellage Kalen Bellage is the backup running back in Miami. He's thought to be potentially the starter, then the backup, then the starter. It's kind of bounced around all over the place. And it looks like Kenyon Drake is back on top, heading into Thursday night. Not that they're playing Thursday night, but, I mean, season's kicking off tonight, Thursday night, and some rosters lock At first game's kickoff, most rosters, you can do ad drops all the way up to that player's game, uh, or at least until the Sunday games start. So if you see Kalen Balazs on waivers right now, you might want to grab him and and stash him on your bench because you probably have a a, a roster spot to burn. If you don't, if you play in a really small league, then obviously it depends on who you got to cut to pick up Balazs. And you can get on the Fantasy Football Show on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash/The Fantasy Football Show. Drop a comment in one of my videos, and I'll try and answer it for you, and tell you whether you should make that ad drop or not. Or go to SleeperU.com, and for twenty-nine bucks, you get SleeperU.com comes with one-on-one advice with me all fantasy season long. So you can email me; I get back to you sometimes within minutes or hours. Usually, it's that fast. But if you, depending on the time, you send me a question. Uh, Keep in mind that it could take up to twenty-four hours, Uh, but usually I'm I'm on it. I'm fast. I I I can get hundreds of questions, you know, at a moment, which would then make it harder for me to answer within minutes. But ask me these kinds of questions, and I'll help you. Sleeperu.com. S L E E P E R. The letter U like a university. Sleeperu.com. And subscribe, and 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 get a membership. And let's get going on, on making you dominate your fantasy league. Kalen Balaj is on waivers. And why do I like this guy? He's 231 pounds, 6'2. He is a beast. A beast. Steamrolls over people. And 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 guess what? The guy in front of him, Kenyon Drake, can't stay healthy. He's made of paper. So give the guy Kalen Balaj the ball. And let's see what he can do. That's what I'm thinking. But you know what? They're not. Which means that Kalen Balage is a bargain. But I think by midseason, or maybe even week two or three, Kenyon Drake's going to be hurt again. And then what happens? Kalen Balaj gets a shot. Kalen Balaj delivers. Kalen Balaj runs over people. And then they never look back. Maybe they do. They're Miami. Miami is the reason I don't love this call I like it a lot but Miami scares me because they don't know what they have in running backs year after year after year they're uh, they're looking like they could be the worst one of the worst teams in the entire league in 2019 but that doesn't mean that Kalen Balazs can't find success and say you know what I'll do this on my own and carry you on my back that's potentially possible and why I like picking up Kalen Balazs And he needs to be grabbed in leagues. Another guy I'll throw out would be Pollard. Tony Pollard's getting cut left and right. And I'm telling you right now, it's crazy. Because in leagues where I have Zeke Elliott, the owners of Pollard aren't dropping him yet. And they just won't trade him. But I'll tell you what you do. You don't just go ask for Tony Pollard if you're a Zeke owner. You ask for other players. And if you go ask for other players first and then they shoot you down, you can ease yourself into the conversation of saying, Hey, what about Pollard? If you just go ask straight up for Pollard or anybody, that's bad fantasy football trade tactics because all you do is if that person knows more than you, they know why you're asking for them and they know and see the value that you see. They're smart. They say to themselves, I know what Smitty's up to. I also like Pollard. I think Pollard has standalone value. I think Pollard could be that guy that you want to stash on your bench. Very similar to all the running backs that I preach about. Madison, Alexander Madison, the rookie running back that backs up Dalvin Cook's good standalone value. I love Cook. Cook's, I love Cook in 2019. Doesn't mean that Madison isn't a great standalone pick. Pollard's the same guy. And Pollard... Pollard, if he got in there, would be a low-end running back one at the very least. Look, at where, look, what it, look where he's getting drafted when people thought Zeke might only hold out three or four games. People were taking Pollard to the fifth round. And they, and they knew they might only get three games out of him. Maybe one, and he's still going in the fifth round. Why would you drop a guy that has that kind of appeal as a backup when everybody, including me, are scooping up players like that left and right? Why would you not pick up that guy, like Pollard, if he got cut, when he has that kind of appeal of all these backups that we're drafting and saying, hey, if they get in there, they clean up, they win us a league. That's Pollard. So don't think for a second that this guy belongs on waivers just because Zeke returned. And if you are a Zeke owner, you better make sure you, you look at the waiver wire If you see his name pop up, you go grab him. Pollard should not be a free agent. Pollard needs to be on rosters, and even if you don't own Zeke, he needs to be on rosters. I love Tony Pollard's upside. Go grab him. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show.